Welcome to the new year and welcome back to Be Myself Now in Business, the podcast. I know that it's been a while since you've seen a new episode pop up. I took a two-week holiday at the end of last year and right towards the end of it, like most people in this world, me and my family got sick and then we got better, but then we were traveling and then my mom had surgery, so there's been a lot going on. And I've been hearing from a lot of women entrepreneurs that this has been their January experience. So I just wanted to share that with you to let you know that if your January has been crazy busy and just kind of crazy in general, and you haven't gotten to all the things you've wanted to get to, you are definitely not alone. That is a shared experience that seems to be happening right now. So thank you so much for holding space for me. And I want you to know that I'm holding space for your journey to look the way that it looks. And I'm happy to dive back into the goodness that we've recorded for this podcast. I can't wait to share with you everything coming up this year. One last thing I just wanted to mention that if you haven't heard, I've created a really helpful three-part video series called Three Secrets to Starting a Successful Business. So if you want to feel like you're more equipped to make decisions as a business owner as you step into your entrepreneurial journey, go ahead and check that out over at bemyselfnow.com slash three dash business dash secrets. Let's get to the episode. Welcome back, business gal pals. This week, I am talking to Leah Mason Virgin about feeling confident when you share what you do. Leah empowers women to heal, grow, and create the God-inspired dreams they have in their hearts and minds. Her years in corporate, nonprofit, healthcare, and other industries, combined with her faith community nursing, business, and life coaching certifications, enable her to serve women in all areas of life. Leah's passion is to empower women so that they cultivate healthy mindsets, habits, relationships, businesses, spirituality, and overall life. Welcome, Leah. Thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Thank you, Danielle, for having me. This is an honor to share space and time with you. And um, we've already, I don't, you guys don't know this, but we've already been chatting and (laughs) it's been a lot of fun. So I know this is going to be a great episode for um, for everyone to share a little bit of their time in. Yeah. I was just checking out your, your website and your bursting with blessings stuff. And I just love how you show up there. You really are showing up in your power for sure. And you talk a lot about helping other women do that. So I'm excited to talk to you about what it means to feel confident when you share what you do with other people. So why don't you give us an origin of your business? Like, how did you get to this point today? Well, let me just say, God called me to write about him when I was 18. And I grew up in a very um, broken, uh, dysfunctional, toxic environment. And while I was saved, I was um, very confused and broken. And I brushed that off to uh, basically said, no, (laughs) basically was Moses, only I walked away from the burning bush and didn't continue to have the conversation about that. Um, I was basically a a, um, a woman who went to church on Sundays. And that was about it. I did not um, look like a Christian. I did not talk anything like the way I talk now, which, you know, is from a place of, of um, compassion and empowerment. I was a very I was a very broken, anxious, fearful, depressed, confused, and didn't know my worth. 
I didn't know my worth and my value. I was looking for um, value and validation in everything outside of myself. I wanted people to say that I was valuable and that I was doing good things. And so I did check boxes, right? You know, um, you know, thankfully, the one good thing that I did do is I married an incredible man who has walked this um, long, very long journey um, with me. I'm 44 now. We've been married for 22 years. We have an 18-year-old, a 15-year-old, and a 13-year-old. And, you know, not only did he um, walk beside me during some really, really difficult seasons, he was there for me when I went to nursing school. So I have two degrees. I have a public relations communications degree. And then I decided I wanted to work in healthcare. And I went to nursing school primarily to be a lactation consultant. So I spent over a decade as a lactation consultant. I also worked bedside as a nurse. Um, but these were all things to get accolades, to make me feel better, right? They were all things that I thought um, the world wanted from me and that I needed to make myself feel better, but they didn't make me feel better. I still was experiencing a roller coaster of emotions every day, all day. And uh, my first ulcer was when I was 30. Mm. My second one was when I was 33. And, you know, I, because of how broken I was inside and because I was searching for my value and my worth in, in everything around me, I made a lot of really poor choices, um, you know, financially, relationally, you know, I wasn't confident. I wasn't, um, empowered. I was very negative person. I didn't, I, I have no idea how I still have friends. Like seriously, I, I, I look back at some of the things that I, I wrote on Facebook, um, the things that I said and did. And I'm like, it, I'm like, how was anyone friends with me? Like, seriously, everyone should have just been like, for the love of God, get rid of this woman. <laughs> She's so <laughs> negative. Um, but, you know, what's inside of you is based on how you feel about yourself and your self-worth and who you value and what you value. And I didn't value myself. Right. And so hurt people hurt people. I just grew more and more um, broken. And by the time we had moved here to Maryland from from Texas, um, I couldn't even face going back into working in a hospital. I just didn't have the reserves for it emotionally. I was at a place where I was beyond drained. Um, and the flood of my house was a turning point for me. So funny enough, I just was looking for healing. You know, I was calling out to God for healing and I was starting to look through the word and I was, I was starting to make changes, little changes, changes to the way I looked at money, changes to the way I looked at, you know, my health, my eating, you know, time in the word every day versus, you know, just listening to somebody give me the word. And then, mm -hmm. But we got ourselves out of debt and a month later, our home flooded and we went from zero debt back into tens of thousands of dollars of debt. And, you know, I was broken and on a hardwood floor screaming and crying my, to the point where my father-in-law could hear me, my children could hear me. I had typically kept everything really locked inside of me.
Mm. And I just cried out to God. And I said, I, I can't live life like this. I can't survive anything. I, 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 I lack the ability to, to thrive. And funny enough, somebody had introduced me to a coach, a Christian coach. And I was like, oh, she's kind of weird. Like, I don't really understand what she's saying or what she's doing or what she's talking about. What's she talking about this joyful thing? And what is she talking about these affirmations? Like, I didn't know what coaching was. I had no idea. And uh, it was the very next day after I had laid on the hardwood floor and my husband had stood over me going, I don't know what to do. What to Bless him. <laughs> I know God love him. I here's this email that's like mom boot camp uh, coaching for you eight weeks to a transformed joyful life. And I was like, joyful life. I don't know if I've ever had a joyful life. I don't know what that looks like. Mm. And so eight weeks later, I am like standing in my bedroom. And I'm like, all right, God, I am not going to live by fear anymore. I mean, do anything you tell me to do. And he says, so that writing thing that I told you to do 18 years ago, and that I've been telling you to do for the last five years that you, or at the time, three years that you've been living here in Maryland, that whole like blog about me thing, you're going to do that now. It was literally a Moses burning bush only. I didn't have a burning bush in my house, ladies and gentlemen, I did not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But you made space for that divine wisdom to come through and you were open to receiving it. You were turned towards it, right? You were recognizing it and taking it in. Yes. It was definitely a moment of just standing there. And I was like, I was literally like, okay, God, it was very distinct. You know, it was very distinct. There's only been a handful of times that I have really known with unshakable certainty that it was God and not me, not my voice inside my head, nothing like that. It was very, I call, I qualify. Mm. And I was like, I I just was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I I say, yes, I say yes. And I will go and I will do no matter what happens. And I remember feeling utter fear of going out, putting myself out there of having people judge me and having people say, who are you with your past? You know, I used to curse like a sailor. I was inappropriate (laughs) on a lot of things. Um, I was very judgmental, you know, and I mentioned negative and I was just standing there going, oh my God, I'm like literally going to put myself out there for judgment, which of course we as relational beings, that's the last thing we want is to be embarrassed or to be judged. And, you know, just hearing that voice say, I've been preparing you for this time. And that was three years ago. And that's how I began my journey into the online space, which now it looks a lot different than just a blog. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you've got a lot on your website. I was checking it out and you've got a lot of ways that you reach out to women and help lift them up and help share your message and share these stories that you feel called to give. And it's, it's really awesome to see just how it's obviously blossomed from just that blog. There's so much more to it now. It's like all the petals on a flower, you know, opening up. You know, one thing I want women to do is, is to choose that what God wants is more important than being embarrassed. Mm. And, you know, the word of God says, cultivate faithfulness. And so I cling to that because that tells me I don't have to be perfect in my faith. I mean, 
There's not a day that God goes, oh my God, I'm so surprised by her behavior, her thoughts, her emotions. I'm <laughs> shocked. I mean, there's never a time God is shocked by our emotions or shocked by um, the way we feel or the way we're going to react to something, you know? And so I cling to like that thought of I am cultivating my faith every day. You know, he says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. And so I know that I can just say, you know, Abba, I, I don't want to do this. I don't know how this looks. I don't know how this will be received, but I faithfully feel like you're calling me to do this. So I'm going to do it and just do it. Yeah. As you're putting your faith in him, the faith in yourself is growing as well. Beautiful. So what does having confidence mean to you then if you're stepping forward and putting these things out there, what does it mean for you to show up confidently? Well, I think, you know, confidence, we know confidence grows by doing. And I think, you know, wherever we are in our journey, if we choose little steps, right? I always say, you know, everyone needs a coach, period. It's just true. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have one, I'm sorry, you need one, period. End of discussion. I have three currently. When we're walking through the desert into the promised land, right? Remember Moses said to his father-in-law, we don't know the wilderness. You do. Please guide us. Even though Moses was face to face with God, face to face talking with him, he still knew that he needed a guide in the wilderness to get to the promised land. He still needed to link arms with someone else to help him, to empower him, to give him insights to things that he can't see right? We can't see the forest when we're in the midst of the trees. And having someone say, okay, this is where you are. This is your perspective. Here's a step you can take. And here's the next step. Having that is the most empowering and impactful to cultivating our confidence. Because when we confidently do something that builds our confidence, but it grows something too. We know that we want a whole, a, a hundredfold harvest of blessings, Right? But we have to sow the seeds first. God gave Abram a, a hundredfold harvest of blessings in the same year. Said, he, you know, God gave the armies of the Midianites, of the Canaanites, of all those in the promised land into his hands, but he had to pick up the sword first. And I've been reading that because I'm actually, I have made a few changes in my, um, in my coaching. And I've been reading that this week again, <laughs> because the hard part is picking up the sword and going forward. We know, we know from the word that God will be with us, that he is, he never leaves us nor forsakes us, that he goes before us. He gives the enemy into our hands, vanquish, but we have to pick up the sword and do it. So what's the best way for you? Well, you need a guide. What? what is the best way for you? Like, I mean, we can go on the internet and we can find so much information. You can build a business a thousand different ways, but what's the one that works for you? What's the step you have to do today? What, what is on your vision board? Yeah. That clarity really fills in that, that foundation for confidence. When you know that this is, this is the path for me. Like there are 10 different ways to do this marketing or to send this email or to do this thing in my business. 
But when I know that the way I'm doing it is the right way for me, when that's self-validated through that internal connection with your divine guidance, you can't really sway. I mean, that confidence is there. It's just a natural thing that pours out from there. And we grow our, our value of ourselves and our self-worth, right? We can't have confidence without self-worth. We can't have um, courage without, you know, valuing what we provide and knowing that who we are is valuable just because we are, just because we exist, just because we are a human created, right? You know, it's funny because I was talking to my son today. He was, he was going through a little mindset drama and I said, but you are valuable because you exist, period. There's a period at the end of that. It's not if you produce something, it's not. Yes, we're totally. supposed to be the hands and feet of God, the hands and feet of Jesus, sure. But that doesn't negate that we have value and worth just because we exist as a human. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think when we understand that our business is an opportunity to bring that inherent value forward through our unique gifts to help service other people, then it's so easy. It's so driven naturally to build up that confidence because you are already valuable. You don't have to learn anything new. You don't have to get that certification. You don't have to go get a degree. You don't have to help a hundred people first to make sure you can do it just right. You're just bringing your value forward and you're exchanging that value with other people. Perfect way of saying it, Danielle. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. So how do you think that feeling of confidence affects our ability to be visible to our market when it comes to, you know, running a business and wanting to reach out and help people? Being an entrepreneur in the online space, I think is the um, hardest, uh, most growth impacting. If you want to grow your confidence, if you want to grow who you are as an individual, go ahead and start a business. (laughs) Totally. You have no choice. You can't sell without serving and without connecting and without inviting people into sales conversations and being willing to hear no and to Mm. have objections and to be okay that somebody doesn't want your program. And then you have to process that it's not about you. It has nothing to do with you if somebody tells you, no, they don't want your service or your product. But we as women, most especially, equate you telling me yes as validation and worth. And then I'll keep showing up. I'll only keep showing up if you keep feeding my ego. Mm. There's, there's, a whole, there's a whole combination here that it, it's an interwoven strand of your pride, your self-worth, and your desire to serve above that. So I don't want to be embarrassed and have you tell me that, you know, oh, well, I kind of don't agree with your daily devotional, Leah. That's embarrassing. I don't want that. So that's like going to nick at my confidence. And then then tomorrow I'm going to be like, I don't know if I really want to show up today. I don't really want to put that content out. Maybe what if, what if somebody doesn't, you know, like me? And really the core of it is, is that my pride is hurt, that I'm embarrassed, that I care more about my own pride and my own emotions, then I care about continuing to build this business to profitability. And I say this because I've experienced it. (laughs) (laughs) There are many of us female entrepreneurs who can relate with that. I mean, that identity piece starts to get in the way we start to build our worth based on that identity instead of doing it the other way around, instead of 
focusing our worth so that the identity grows from that place. And, and we, we have to be open to having objections and to having people say, you're not for me. I mean, that's a hard thing. I really, you know, processing that at the beginning of um, my entrepreneur journey um, was really hard for me. You know, you know, decades when we, for me, when I spent 41 years not valuing myself or knowing my self-worth and, you know, people pleasing, that's hard to overcome. That's, That's a lot of ingrained psychological things to overcome. And actually I did an RTT uh, session, which if if anybody doesn't know what um, RTT is a rapid transformation therapy hypnosis uh, session. And um, there, you know, our brains are wired um, in the first seven years to have our own money story, to have our worth and value story. And so, you know, then you're repeating that for decades afterwards. So it's not an easy journey, ladies and gentlemen, just to be like, well, I'm just going to keep showing up and I'm going to put content out there. I'm going to connect to my ideal client and I'm going to be okay if they tell me no. No, I mean, there's a lot that has to go into it. There's a lot. I mean, mindset work every day, affirmations every day, proclaiming the word every day, journaling my thoughts, doing an RTT session, like we have to be open to the multi levels of things that we have to do to build up our mindset, build up our self-worth, build up our confidence and be okay with the hard journey. Absolutely. And be confident enough to kind of deal with it as it comes, right? To trust that even in our moments of fear and our moments of like, "Ah, I'm not so sure I want to put this out there today. Somebody was kind of weird about it last time. Like, that we can just say, okay, here I am again in my seat of fear. Let's go ahead and move over to the driver's seat. Let's get that confidence back. Let's go ahead and make this happen. I think that absolutely is very important. So how can women cultivate that confidence that they need to be able to succeed in business and in life? It's a daily, for me, it's daily affirming the truth. I am worthy. I am worthy. I am confident. I am courageous. I have extraordinary opportunities given to me every day. I have God-inspired ideas that produce millions of dollars. We have to speak it, believe it, and be it. Literally, God gave me that as my tagline a couple of years ago. And he said to me last year, the women are a mighty army for Adonai with the good news. So knowing that God has called me and qualified me. I have to say every day, I am called, I am qualified, I am confident, I am courageous. I go forth, I serve, I connect, I put it out there, right? I'm extremely valuable. My work is extremely valuable. Every day, I have a biblical vision board with scripture all over it and affirmations. And every day for 10 minutes in the morning, I go in and I pray the scripture. And I say the affirmations every day. And I have a book. It's how to create your biblical vision board to create your daily dreams and goals. That is the absolute core. We have to, as business owners, have an empowered morning routine. We have to, we have to journal. We have to have affirmations. We have to. I, I don't know how any, there, there is none. I mean, you uh, talk to Grant Cardone, uh, any big entrepreneur, they, they journal, they affirm, they exercise, they have a, an empowered morning routine. 
Like, if you think that you can just show up and be like, oh, you know, today is the day that I'm just going to pound this out and you don't have a plan and you don't have a strategy and you don't have your your morning routine and you're not affirming these things, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to fall all apart. You're not going to last. And if you do, please message me because then I can say, I know one person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Let us know your secrets because that would absolutely be amazing. Because I agree. I find that the mindset work is the foundation of my business. I mean, that was part of truly stepping into my power as a business owner and as someone who could serve other people was to say, okay, I can take care of me first. I love me enough. I value me enough Mm. to give myself that self-care, to make that space in my head and my heart before I'm coming to the work table to perform and to show up. And that is step one. Absolutely. Well, do you have a favorite business hack or a bit of advice for the business gal pals listening out there? Oh, goodness. Uh, What is my favorite business hack? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I have to say keeping the vision ever before your eyes. I mean, if you don't have what your future dreams and goals are, what your quarterly goals are, what your monthly goals are, weekly and daily, I, I just feel like you're you're going to be like a plane that starts to veer off course. And the next thing you know, instead of being in Hawaii, you're in Alaska. And I say, speak this from experience because it's happened to me several times. Um, and I know better. Um, <laughs> I wrote a book about it. Um, <laughs> but, it, you know, and being okay with saying, wow, I, I've really gotten off of course and I, I need to add something in to help me. And sometimes that looks like a coach. Um, sometimes that looks like going back to the basics. Um, you know, and I love what the word says, though the righteous fall, they will yet rise again. And for me, it, it says seven times, but ladies and gentlemen, for me, it's seven to the 777. <laughs> God's know. grace is infinite. <laughs> yeah, thank God for that. So I would say that, um, that, and then my sales hack, um, because without profits, you have, you don't have a business. Okay. You just don't <laughs> servant spirit and all, but if you don't have sales, so there's that. So, you know, for selling it's connect, it's, uh, you know, talk to people and then say these words, have you considered working with me? Like literally invite people into sales conversations where you don't have a business, um, you know, and, and however that is going to look like for you, unless you have social proof and 30,000 followers, you have to have sales conversations, ladies. I'm sorry. You just do. <laughs> and even then you have to have conversations. They're just different. They're on a different level. Thank you, Danielle, for saying that. Let's say that again, ladies. (laughs) We all need to be connecting and having these conversations. Every one of us, four figures, five figures, six figures, seven figures, eight figures. Doesn't matter who you are. If you're not connecting with other humans, you don't have a business. Amen. I almost want to make you say it again, but I won't. (laughs) Well, if anyone wants to find you and get in touch with you or check out Bursting with Blessings or any of the books that you have available, where can they do that? Uh, bursingwithblessings.com. Uh, you can find my social links there, but, uh, I'm on Instagram at bursting with blessings. Yeah. Those are my main social platforms that I hang out on. And I do hang out on clubhouse too. Some, um, so you can find me there too. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for being with us today, Leah, and for this amazing conversation. I just love how you're showing up in your power and how you're really coming forth and serving people in the ways that you best can. 
Beautiful. I appreciate you. Thank you.